Welcome everyone to another episode of The Boys presented by Shitpost. I am the man they call Beach. I am joined as always by Kyle, JB, and CJ. And before we get into today's episode, if you are a first-time listener to the podcast, welcome. What fucking took you so long? Second, make sure you like, follow, subscribe to Shitpost across all socials. Keep it locked in on the Facebook feed. Keep it locked in on the TikTok feed. Keep it locked in on the Instagram. Don't go to Twitter. We don't fucking use that shit. Ain't nobody got time for that. But keep it locked on all of other shit. We got videos coming, all sorts of stuff. Now that's out of the way. Let's get to the show. Boys, we had a hell of a weekend last weekend with the Masters Tournament. Um, Me and JB cashed our ROM bet, which means, JB, I have to get your address. So I can send you the we're getting matching Callaway hats. Oh, geez, Dylan. Thank you. I got gotcha. you. I'll shoot you the ad. Hey, thank you, Dylan. I, I love that that you're gonna buy me a hat. Yeah, you're welcome, JB. Um anywho, <laughs> so Masters Tournament went down. They finally got it in. Uh they had to play fucking 36 holes on Sunday, had to get everything in. Uh, trees were falling down. It was a chaotic fucking scene. Phil Mickelson finished second, but the story of the day is Rom's run, and then the fact that Brooksy made it 54 holes before completely shitting the bed, which is irony and it's art at its finest. CJ, what do you think about this? Well, it's uh, yeah, like you said, yeah, it's it's ironic. Um, 54 it's history, holes. it's history repeating itself. It's um, it's all of that shit. I when Tiger won it in 19, he was right there. He could have won it then. He shit the bed. Everybody shit the bed that year except for Tiger. Uh, he just didn't make mistakes. And then this year was a little bit of the same. He had a, what, a four-stroke lead going into the last mm-hmm. – well, they had to play 36 holes, but he had he had a four-stroke lead going into his last two rounds and uh, just played like ass. I mean, he, he tried to hold it together. A little bit down the stretch, he made a little bit of a comeback. He was at one point he was what seven under, and he he got back up to nine, but it just wasn't enough. Rom wasn't going to lose any strokes, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, but that's we knew that that was a possibility. Like I said, you guys bet on it. I just went the different route just to be different because it was higher odds. Um, so congratulations to you two for picking the right winner at a Masters. It's fucking incredibly hard to do. And uh, I'm proud of you boys for that. Um, on other, on another note, uh, fuck Phil Mickelson. I hope he dies of an overdose. I'm fucking sick of seeing him. Oh come uh, on now! It, no, that was him. that was fun. Listen, lefty okay, sucks, but yeah, that was fun. Oh, it's it's was good fun. for an old man to make a run and come in fucking second or whatever. Okay. Anyway. Um, he he did say after the Masters he was like uh, yeah you know like I played really good in the last day uh, and I I'm primed to go on a run here I'll believe it when you finish <laughs> top ten a couple times in a row you old fuck like let's not get it twisted you played that course probably the third probably second most of any active player right now um, so it's not shocking to me that he did play well but I hate that he did. Yeah, he also finally played well when it when the pressure was off. He was out of it. That's exactly. Why. He had no pressure. There was didn't matter if he hit a bad shot. And he knew it, and that's why he went on that run. Um, and then just to um, kind of tread back to Brooksy, it's the same thing he did uh, uh, at the PGA. 
whenever Phil won, he just kind of shrunk on that last day. Um, but I, I still, this is the first time Brooks has uh, had, I will go out, out on a limb and say, real competition since he left. And he showed that he can still hang. He may not be one, two, three, four, or five, but he can still be there in the top 10 or 15. Um, so that, as a fan of Brooks, that was good to see. Um, but as a PGA guy, it was also good to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I would love to see him be the first turncoat guy that flips back to the PGA. I, I don't know that that'll happen. I'm sure that there's some legally binding thing that he can't do that for so long. Um, I mean, that he couldn't have signed a lifetime contract because that's just – those don't exist. So, um, But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see when – the LIV starts having a little bit of money problems and they can't fucking pay everybody to see who's going to fucking bounce first, you know? What What if when they signed for Liv, they became a servant and they didn't realize it <laughs> and they're just stuck with the Saudis for life? When they're, when they're done playing golf, they just have to be shipped off to Saudi Arabia and work yeah, in the desert for the rest of their life. Slaves. They're house slaves. Jesus Christ. Fucking Patrick Reed in a fucking turban oh. making making silver dollar pancakes for the fucking Sheikh Bashir. Well, that'd just be some shit. <laughs> There's another guy that I was really pissed Garbage off to play halfway decent. <laughs> Fuck that fat motherfucker. I, I... And see, here, here's here's the deal. I Listen, I'm not baby facing. I'm not face turning on the LIV. I am saying that I like seeing Phil and Brooksy and yes, even Fatrick, I like seeing these guys that I consider villains in the tournament because the PGA oh, right yeah. now, the PGA is very fucking uh, raw, raw PGA. Everybody's fucking, you know, you love everybody in the PGA. We love, we love everybody on the fucking tour pretty much. I actually like seeing these assholes come back, and I, I, I think I, that's what's missing from golf with for me right now. Like I still watch you know the tournaments and and the shit going on like the RBC. But I would be much more interested if Phil was in the field, if Brooks was in the field, if fucking Dustin Johnson was in the field, because I as already associate these guys are assholes. I don't want them to win, so I want somebody to beat them. You know what I mean? I have nobody. Yeah, to, I, I have I nobody agree. to root I... against in the PGA field. Is what I'm getting yeah. at, except for Tiger Woods yeah, last that's... week, which he fucked me. He made the <laughs> cut and then withdrew. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine. I, I was right. He made the cut. Right. That's hey, I all. I, that's all I cared about. Um, whatever for it's fucking fine. T- like, for fucking two days it was oh my god he's not gonna make yeah. it then oh fuck oh jt <laughs> just shanks a putt like there you go tiger you're welcome well justin, jt bailed him out that. you didn't have to do that justin because well i was drawing yeah i i agree with you though i think i that it's just gonna make the majors more fun i we we all love the majors anyway we watch every fucking Stroke of every one of them, but uh, yeah, it's nice to have somebody to root against. I, I agree. I, I like being shitting on Patrick Reed, and I like shitting on DJ when he plays bad. And uh, I, I wouldn't have cared if Brooks won. Like I, I legitimately like him as a golfer. Um, but it is cool to to have some villains back. Speaking of guys who are um, hated by some on this podcast, but are actually villains, uh, you guys see what um, old Johnny Rom said about playing in the RBC this week? Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people were questioning if he was even going to show up and play because he just went through that grueling Masters run. And essentially he said he thinks about, he puts himself in the fans' shoes, those little kids' shoes that want to watch these pro golfers who wouldn't want to see the 
the newest Masters champion the week after he won. Um, and that's essentially the main reason why he didn't drop out and not compete in uh, the RBC. Yeah, I'll, I'll say one thing. Rom's grown on me a little bit. I don't, I don't hate him as much as I used to. Um, but another thing that we need to talk about that happened uh, yesterday or today, I don't remember what day it was. Um, well, we all know Rory missed the cut, right? He had a really an atrocious fucking two days. Um, and I, I think the Masters kind of, I think Augusta kind of broke him a little. Uh, he skipped the RBC, which is one of the emphasized events, and it's his second one that he skipped this year, and the PGA fined him $3 million. <laughs> Three million fucking dollars. But to me, that just says he was like, dude, I mentally cannot play golf right now. I don't care if it costs me $3 million. It, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what to say about it. Like, it's it's bad. Mm-hmm. Something to watch. Yeah. Got to see I, how he comes out the next few tournaments that he actually shows up in. Does he have consistency? Because he hasn't – I don't really think he's had consistency all season long. Not true consistency um, like he did last year. Last year he was so fucking good all year long. And then, I don't know. I think he's in his head. Yeah. I Yeah. I think he's I, – I think it's a lot of – he's just like, why can't I fucking win at this one place? It's only one place that he can't win. He can win everywhere else. He's a top pick every other tournament he plays in. But when he goes to Augusta, for whatever reason, you might as well just fucking count him out. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. I don't I don't know. It's just it's just something interesting to watch, you know. Definitely a tough time for uh, America's sweetheart Rory getting replaced by the new America's sweetheart John Rom. Uh John Rom has the unique ability to have a very nice beard, but so far up on his face, but also so low on his face at the same time. Yeah, it's a very, he has it's a very damning. weird face. I was sitting there looking at his facial hair, and I'm like, that's a nice thick beard. I'm like, is it? So I'm sitting here up too close to the TV, and I'm like, that fucking was up to his fucking nose. Like, what yeah. the fuck? That is just, it's just something, something I fucking It is, there. it is nice and thick, but it is way too high. Like, he's it, a hairy it, Spaniard. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that is, he's got the fucking Spanish Inquisition running through his fucking blood. We're fucking, <laughs> yeah, fucking. Under that polo, I'm thinking he's fucking Steve Carell in 40 year old version. I think he, he honestly arms. Oh god. Yeah, I don't know, man. He he might have a six pack. It's just that fucking that stomach bush that we're seeing poke through. Mm. You know, makes like him look a, a little tubby. Like a fucking Velcro fucking pad. <laughs> like, a, like an afro on his stomach. You know those little balls that you have when your kids you catch the Velcro pad, little tennis balls. Yeah. You just chuck those at his stomach and they stick to it. That's that's what John Rahm is uh, rocking there. Let's uh, move along here. JB, no whiskey on the rocks tonight, buddy. What's up? Not tonight. We're rocking the Yingling. I needed to fucking pull back a little bit. <laughs> needed to fucking rein that bitch in. Oh, jeez. So just just to throw this out there, um, the other day, uh, it had to be three or four days ago, I walked out there and saw that that bottle was already empty, and I Jake wasn't home, and I just go, oh boy, buddy. Hey man, <laughs> I've been getting after it a little bit. 
You know what? We we talked about this in our group chat. You, Jake, sometimes you just got to go on a fucking run, bud. Exactly. Sometimes you just got to put some work in and Yeah, you got to cl- you got to cleanse, you got to cleanse the demons and just fucking <sighs> gut it out for 2 weeks and call it a day. You know? I'm slowly tapering it back. So now this week I've been on some beer and then maybe we'll clear it all out next week. Who knows? Ah, oh, don't do that. That's Probably just... not. <laughs> I yeah. might just go back to light. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you're, you're a racehorse, Daddy. You're built to fucking race. You're built to fucking drink. That's, yeah. what, that's what we what do. Can I say? JB is lean and built for speed. That is true. Speaking of a team built for speed and a furious comeback last night in the NBA, let's talk about Kyle Chicago Bulls. Let's talk about uh, what was it, Demar Derozan's kid, fucking yeah. uh, <laughs> night screaming her little heart out. Let's uh, that's a great transition. 30, with the boys, let's, let's talk some bulls. Thirty-six screens from Dr. Derozan and uh, eighteen missed free throws. They shot fifty percent from the free throw line. Uh, the Bulls came back in the second half uh, from a nineteen-point deficit. Zach Levine was doing very like a large amount of Zach Levine things. Um, it's the most explosive I've seen him look in a very long time. Uh, he's been real skittish on that knee ever since he had that surgery a couple years ago, and his explosiveness hasn't really been there as it was before. And uh, last night he was really just exploding through his dribble moves and hitting some ridiculous shots. Um there was this fast break play. They caught a steal. He put his hand up. They, they tossed it up to him. And he just spots up from three, hits this leaning three like it was nothing. And I was just like, who the fuck do you think you are, dude? You're Zach Levine, not Steph Curry. Um, but uh, it was a – I'm going to be completely honest. I stopped watching after the second quarter and came back in the fourth quarter. I was done. I can't watch it. I, I can't watch this team when they're just not running offense – they're, they, that was their a whole first half was them just running ISO plays. It was either just Zach or it was DeMar just dribbling down the clock. And that's not how to win in the playoffs. In the last, in the fourth quarter, sure. But when you're trying to get a team in rhythm, not running sets is really detrimental to the team. You saw that in the first half. Um, they also shut down Fred Van Fleet in the second half. Um, then with about 56 seconds left, I turned to Jake and I said, hey, are you ready for something fucky to happen? Oh, and did it ever fucking happen? Down, we're up three with, I can't remember the, the number on the clock. It was like, like 20, 20 seconds. seconds. Like 23 seconds. Um, Pascal Siakam hits a pump fake, gets, uh, I can't remember who it was, up in the air. Uh, He hits him, and then he goes for a continued shot. That's not a foul in the NBA anymore. It's not a shooting foul. Yeah. It's a foul, not a shooting foul. They're they're not supposed to give free throws on that anymore. Two years ago, they made the rule change. And to give them the – not just to give them the foul. The foul's fine. It was a foul. He got whacked. But to give them the three free throws – when he wasn't even pointing his hips or his head or his arms towards the basket when he was hit, he was looking towards the base, the, towards the sideline. And they gave him the shooting foul. And then um, while well, our MVP did what our MVP does, she screamed three times. He went one for three. Ball don't lie, and the Bulls won. Um, 
that was a crazy game. Um, and it sets up a uh, East Coast showdown uh, fan-wise. Bulls versus Heat tomorrow night. Um, I already told Kyle I can't watch it with him because I'm going to be belligerent. So it's <laughs> or it's not going to be good. Uh, but I also told Kyle, bad news for him, DeMar's daughter's not going to Miami, so they're missing their best player. So it might be interesting. Yeah, our, our best defender is going to be out with uh, with homework assignments. Uh, essentially, uh, DeMar, DeMar's daughter uh, asked DeMar when the season was wrapping up if she could go to one of the playoff games uh, and miss school. And he said, you can miss school once. And so she picked the um, the Toronto game, and she did her thing. Uh, so she's not going to be there in South Beach, but um, I think this is going to be a really good game. I think this is a super even matchup. Um, me and Jake kind of discussed this earlier, and we both kind of agreed that the difference maker uh, for the Heat in this game is going to be Bam. Um, there's a lot of canceling out on offense. Uh Zach and Tyler Hero cancel each other out. Jimmy and DeMar cancel each other. It's going to come down to Vooch versus um, Bam. And uh, so that's going to be the matchup to watch tomorrow. Uh, and uh, Jake, do you have any other th things to add on this matchup? Because I did want to touch base on the 10-8 matchup out West uh, before we moved on. Yeah, no, I got nothing else on that matchup. It's going to come down to Bam. I'm going to be drunk. <laughs> That's that's how it's going to go down. It's real problematic that that game's on a fucking Friday. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, moving out west quickly, um, the Lakers took out the Timberwolves in the seven matchup um, in OT. So the Lakers become the seven seed. Uh, the Thunder defeated the Pelicans to move on to the eight seed. So uh, last night there were two firsts. Um it was the first time that a single 10 seed had won a play-in game, and it happened in both conferences. Um, and then out west, so we got for the eight seed, it's going to be the Oklahoma City Thunder and the um, Minnesota Trash Wolves. Um, that team is literally fighting each other on the sidelines a day before the fucking play-in tournament. This team is losing. Um, I'm going Thunder all day, every day. They have the youngest uh, active um, age for any playoff team at 22.8 years of age is as their average age. They are fully in rebuild mode. They have 15 first-round picks in the next five drafts. This team is already overperforming with Shea at the helm. This, I think this team is going to be a one seed within four seasons. Like they they are gonna be so good for so long if they draft the way they've been drafting. They've hit on all their picks and they continue to do so. And I just think that the Thunder, I don't think they blow them out or anything, but I think they get the job done down the stretch because down the stretch, I'm taking Shea to win a game over Cat. I think we gotta mention Josh Kitty as well. Did you see what he did the, last night? 30, 11, and 10, I think. <laughs> He's insane. He he is He's Luca without the shooting touch. He can't shoot threes, but he's so big and strong. He can. He's just. He's he's a problem. <laughs> There's nobody on the, the nobody on the Timberwolves can stop that backcourt. 
No. So I think you're going to get 60 points from those two guys, maybe. Maybe 65, depending on what Shea does. But, yeah, I think it's Thunder all day. Um, I would hammer this. Just They're just such a better team. And they're, they actually bond as a team. They're all – there's a togetherness, and that's really important in basketball with the chemistry. And the chemistry is clearly off in Minnesota. So if I was a better, I'm taking the Thunder to take this game. I'm with you. I hammered them last night. They hooked me up. I'm going to hammer them again. They've been hooking you up all year, dude. They really have, yeah. They they carried my fucking gambling account this season. <laughs> so we've got our two eight-seed matchups tomorrow night, and uh, then we'll have our full playoff bracket heading into the weekend. So stay tuned next week. We're going to do um, – since the since the first round hasn't officially started, we're going to do our <clears throat> uh, yearly award predictions or who we have as our MVP, Rookie of the Year, so on and so forth. Uh, we'll do that next week um, in the segment. Um, so look forward to that. Love it. Be sure to tune back in next week for that. Um, boys, I'm going to tell you right now something that my granddaddy told me back in the day, and that is you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. And you cannot tune the hate that CJ has for the fucking Cardinals out of his body. So we're going to give him this mother of this guy. He, I, I wish I could be like this with the Patriots. Like I can hate on him for like 15 seconds. And I just think, you know, six world titles, I'm good. But CJ will go a full fucking 60, 60 seconds here of uh, venom and vitriol for his beloved baseball team. Um, we will not interrupt him. We're just going to let him do his thing. And then we'll all chime in afterwards. And we'll just see how this goes. So, CJ, tell us how you really feel about the Cardinals. Your 60 seconds begins right now. Well, it if you'd asked me this question yesterday, I was ready to burn this whole fucking organization to the ground. Okay? These motherfuckers that everything that we talked about last week continues to happen. We just got lucky, and Jack had a, a pretty okay outing yesterday. But – that being said, we're still not hitting the ball when we need to. We like we got beat by fucking whoever it was it, two days ago. It's just a fucking mess. The pitching staff. It doesn't matter whether Jack fucking has a good game once in a while or not. Like I told Kyle the other day, we win one out of seven. We're gonna win twenty five fucking games this year. It's fucking horrible. We may have a good batting average, but it doesn't fucking matter if we don't do it when it counts. And it doesn't matter if we have three good innings of pitching if the other seven fucking stink. So figure it out or fuck off. I still love the Cardinals. I, I like what we got, but fuck them. 60 seconds has come and gone. Boys, boys, it's time to rebuttal. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> You're my boy. What is going on this year? I don't know. I don't like it any more than you do. I was just happy because you didn't disagree with him about the fucking offense being a problem. He made my exact point for me. I don't even have to talk. I have no rebuttal. The pitching stinks. Um, Jack, okay, if if, if you if you ignore the walks, Jack's been good this year. He okay. found his velocity in this in this last start. He was hitting 94, 95, 96. He was finding that velocity again. I was a little worried after that first start because he was in, in the 91 to 94 range, and that's really low for him. 
Um, four miles an hour is a lot to lose. So that almost always kind of points to an injury. So the fact that he found it, he was a little bit, he was more consistent uh, throwing strikes. Um, I liked what I saw out of him. We got Jordan Montgomery going tonight. He's been fucking solid all year. Um, but Michaelis needs to figure it the fuck out. Woodford, Michaelis and everybody else in the rotation besides those two. Woodford, I'll no. give him a pass. He's young. He's, he's only – I don't <laughs> want him on in the rotation. That's not what I'm saying. No. He's not a starter. He's no, a goddamn it's not his fault. He's bad. He doesn't hey. deserve – he's not hey. – no, get him out. That was rude. Fuck you. Dylan made you mute your shit. I didn't agree <laughs> Woodford, with this. Wood, I'll give Woodford more of a leash because he's a younger guy. Michaelis and Matts, they need to go. They need to get out of the rotation if they're not going to be able to throw strikes consistently. They're not going to be able to get guys out consistently. Bring up the young guy. See if he can do anything. If he can't, fucking get rid of him. You have to change shit. You can't just – the definition of insanity is doing the same shit over and over again. And that's what we're doing with this fucking rotation. It doesn't work, so figure it the fuck out. Figure it the fuck out in simulated starts, not in, not in games that fucking matter. We have to start winning games. Oh, almost a week ago, we had one of the worst records in the entire league. This is that is not the talent that we have. The offense, the the hitting's been good, but as you said, it's not been as timely as it needs to be right now. Um, but I'm not going to dig into them. They, they're hit. They're hitting the fucking cover off the ball when they are hitting. It's, sometimes it's just with two outs, you get a hard hit single, and then you know another pop out or something. It it, it just needs that everything needs to be more consistent, and they haven't found any consistency other than a batting average so far this year. And um, yeah, uh, I'm actually happy with what CJ had to say. I will, I will say one thing that I, I forgot in my fucking segment uh, about four, was it four or five days ago, I texted you guys, maybe three days ago, I texted you or messaged you guys and said, uh, woohoo. Congratulations to the Cardinals. We have the worst pitching staff in baseball statistically. And that has not changed. Still the worst. But who knows? I agree with everything that you guys said, too. Just like it, Michael said, he, he's either going to figure it out or fuck off. Like, I don't care that we extended him. Cut him for all I care. Send him to AAA. I don't give a shit. But th- this shit can't keep happening. And if it does, like I said, we're going to win fucking 60 games. Like, it's not going to be good. So all I'm going to say, I agree with everything, except I don't think the offense even needs to be mentioned. The offense isn't a fucking problem. They haven't been super timely, no, but that's not the problem. The pitching is the problem. But also, Michaelis gets a little bit of a leash. He was a fucking all-star. He's he's had two starts. I, he's been terrible, but he gets – if you're going to give Woodford a fucking leash, Michaelis gets a leash. Matt's get the fuck out. I think Woodford needs to get the fuck out. Michaelis – figure it out in the next couple of starts or I'm done with you as well. Uh, Jack's Jack's been fine. I was, I was real pissed off at Jack initially with all the walks and whatnot, but he's, he figured it out the last game and he's, he's been fine. He got the job done. Uh, 13 Jordan walks in three games. Jordan Hicks can get off the fucking team right now. I've defended him for five years, but I'm done with him now. So he can leave. Um, I, me and Kyle got into it about the offense last night, but I think the offense will be just fine. They'll figure it out. Uh, I mean, they haven't been super timely with their hits, but they've been getting on base. They've been getting hits. That's going to fucking 
that's going to change. It's a very small sample size. They're not just going to continue. I guess just bad luck, I think, at this point with the hitting. Um, the last two games, they put up, what, seven and nine? So hopefully they're figuring it out, but not a great yeah, nice. season. We'll see. We do have to talk about Jordan Walker because he's done something that hasn't been, been done in the MLB uh, ever. So does he, have, does he have a hit yet? Well, they have, did they just start? I think yeah, they just, hitting, I don't think he's hit they, yet. Yeah, he he hasn't hit yet. They he gets a hit tonight, and he'll have the longest hitting streak to ever begin a career uh, under twenty years old, which or twenty or under, which is I mean he's already tied it, which is already fucking incredible. Uh, yeah, I mean Ted Williams only had nine games, and he's at thirteen, so. It's fucking. It's crazy, and and yeah. it, all the all, some of those hits like they're not they're not like bombs. They're not lasers. Last night was a broken bat single. Like he just figures it out, man. And if you can, if that kid can see a pitcher three times, that pitcher's fucked. He's so good. He he has a lot of power, but he's not a power hitter. He's a contact no. hitter. And other than that broken bat single, I'm gonna just slightly disagree with you. He's hit fucking nothing but lasers, dude. Almost everything he's touched in play has gone over 100 miles off the mile an hour off the bat. He's smoking the ball. And I don't, there hasn't really been a pitching staff that has been able to, even his worst game is like a one for four with a run scored. Like, um, and I said this in a group chat that is full of Cubs fans. Um, (laughs) I said, I don't give a fuck about. Jordan Walker's defense. This kid can fucking hit. If he's, yeah, I, and he hasn't, and he hasn't, and the defense hasn't been a problem. That's also something that should be mentioned. He has acclimated to right fairly well. Um, but he's. I the wish the Kyle of two months ago could see this Kyle right now. Yeah, because <laughs> it was a very different conversation. And not hear about it. He got to see it. That's the difference. Yeah, the big right. difference. Yeah, I I just said the only reason I said that he had he had a couple uh or you know they weren't all lasers just I've only seen like two that weren't real hard hit balls but last night of course it wasn't hard hit because it fucking shattered his bat in seven places uh, and the yeah. other one was just like a little kind of like not a looper but kind of a line drive that had some hook on it you know yeah um I think it's clear I've I've made this comp to Jake several times that he is an Aaron Judge regen. He's a regen of Aaron Judge. They're the same size. They both have cannons for arms, and they both – I know that Aaron Judge hit 60 home runs, but he's contact first. He always has been. That's how he – that's why he – it took him so long to get to the show because he he wasn't really hitting those – he wasn't having those corner outfield numbers in double-A. It took him a while to find that power. He's a contact guy first. He he's an Aaron Judge regeneration, and it's fucking amazing to see. And we got him at twenty. Yeah, I, I've never been more happy with a call up in my life. I don't think. And the only other time I was like real pumped about one was like Oscar, yeah. right? And that was kind of the same deal. Like the dude could just mash. I didn't give a fuck if he could catch a ball. I I don't care if Jordan makes one good play in the outfield all year. As long as he hits fucking 300, I don't give a shit. I don't care if he makes bad pl- or good plays. I just don't want to I just don't want to make him bad plays. That's all. Yeah. And, so and that's like he 
he's, he's had two errors this year, and they were both off. Yeah, well, I don't know if they called them errors, but they should have they been. They, they were both balls in away ballparks where he hasn't played before, and they hit off the wall weird. So One of them just, was the first game of the year as well. Yeah, and it's just him getting used to right field. You know, like he does. he's a third baseman. He's not a – He's not an outfielder, so uh, which is crazy. Uh, him in the infield would be fucking nuts, but uh, we just don't have a spot for him. You know, we've got what four Gold Glovers on the infield, so yeah, good luck with that. Um, and then one more in the outfield. So all right, we have the best defense in baseball outside of pitching. We have the best offense in baseball. It's just that goddamn pitching staff, man. <laughs> It's going to be hard for me not to bitch about them all year if some shit doesn't change. Yeah, it's going to be the problem the whole year, unless they make also, a big move, but I don't see them doing that. Also, I'm going to be watching um, Ollie's management decisions because he's not made good ones so far this year just because yeah. of the Tyler Camille thing. It causes turmoil in the clubhouse. What he did was fucking unnecessary. Yeah. It seems like they've gotten over that, though. It was fucked up, but I think they've gotten over it. I hope so. I I just, you know, what I'm saying is I don't want to see many more of those decisions where you're dragging a guy in the media because all it does is cause So just just keep an eye on that too. Um because that was a mistake early on and I um I'd like to see us not do that again. (laughs) Agreed. But all in all Yeah, I mean outside of our win total, I mean there's a lot of positives. There's just that one big glaring fucking pimple on your dick that's there, you know? I mean, (laughs) outside of that, there's not a lot to bitch about, man. Let's get off the baseball. Let's talk some football. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done Mm. that. Let's just uh, get a couple of things, quick hits out of the way before we get shooting the shit. Uh, The Washington name redacted, the Washington Commanders, have been sold. An agreed upon party has uh, they want to buy out the fucking team. Nothing has been set in stone yet. There is an offer. Another company can come in and swoop it up. But uh, Dan Snyder is going to be out of the ownership circle of the NFL. He's going to be out of the ownership circle of the team. All 117 Commanders fans, you may now rejoice. Maybe, <laughs> maybe your last fans can come back here. But uh, I, I think I think the general consensus consensus was that Dan Snyder was the most hated owner in the league, and he gone. Uh, yeah, and if this sale does go through with Josh Harris, um, the Josh Harris led group, uh, I have a really, I think that they're going to be in good hands. Uh, this he also leads the group that owns the New Jersey Devils and the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so they're not just going to a, to a, you know, an organization that doesn't know how to run successful teams. Now, Sixers obviously haven't been as successful in the, up until the last few years, but, um, it's a, it's a really good transition ownership wise. Cause you're going from a guy who's just, just a terrible, awful human being. And, and it sucks that he's getting, he's going to be ending up getting $6 billion to just live off of the rest of his life. But, um, it's good that it's going to be going to a better ownership group. It's going to be good that we don't have to see his fucking monkey ass. I mean, we really don't watch a whole lot of Commanders fucking games. No. But we don't have, he won't have to be on the Jumbotron at FedEx Field. 
I mean, this is this is the guy who, when they revealed the, I'm not even talking about the fucking the cheerleader harassment shit, the plane scandal, all that good shit, the, the photo shoot bullshit. I'm talking about when they made a fucking Sean Taylor memorial in the oh, fucking uh, the concessions area or like the front lobby area of the stadium, and it's a fucking mannequin, and he's wearing fucking not his like he's got his jersey, but it's not the right brand of jersey, and he's got his cleats, but it's not the right brand of cleats he wore. It was basically just. Sean Taylor bootleg on a fucking Walmart mannequin. That that right there, I don't understand. There, how like, well, how the fuck this this guy's got to fucking go? How in the hell is he fucked this up? One of our most beloved players in our franchise, and we have a mannequin from Walmart that he stole from fucking the girls section. What are we doing? <laughs> He's terrible. Know, He's man. been terrible for that fucking team. Good fucking riddance, Dan Snyder, you old fucking bastard. Um, what else is going on here with free agency? Aaron Rodgers is still not a Jet. Um, what a fucking dick! Guess not we'll really even a pass. No, they're they're fucking out. Like even if they don't trade him, he's not their quarterback next year. Like, I think this I is think, the most asinine shit of all time. I think a deal will get done draft day. I think they'll wait all the way to draft day to figure out the compensation, see who's on the board. I mean, just why? Why in the hell? There's never been this before. There's never been this type of situation before, where a player basically fucking yeeted himself off his current team to go to a new team, and he's not on the new team yet because his old team hasn't made a deal. Like, what if this all ends up like the Jets have to hang a banner, and it says "almost landed Aaron Rodgers and took Derek Carr out to dinner, 2023." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, oh, I, as an AFC East guy, I would love that. Staying in the AFC, Odell Beckham Jr. has signed a one-year deal with the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, if he does choose to play for fucking Baltimore, now has a number one weapon. Boys, let's discuss that. How are we feeling about <laughs> OBJ to the uh, Ravens? Yeah, number one adjacent. Um, he's got to show that he's still got, as uh, CJ likes to say, the juice yeah. um, after losing this knee. Um, but also just – to throw some gambling out there uh i saw uh earlier today that the over under right now on his touchdowns is currently five or you know it's four four so i i'm gonna hit that because injury or not he has caught like the third most touchdowns in the entire nfl since 2013 um like him or not he he catches touchdowns so he's gonna get at least four um but yeah, I think if Lamar does decide to sign, um, you've got number one adjacent now. So um, it's at least a step in the right direction in getting him a weapon. Um, but it, it, that team is still such a question mark. It, it's really hard to even talk about. Yeah, man. There, there, there's so many other issues with that team outside of not having a, a number one. Um, he got a pretty good payday too, didn't he? 18 mil. 18 mil for one year, yeah. I thought that was pretty good for a fucking yeah. quote unquote kind of has been guy, you know. Um, I'm not gonna call him a has been because we don't know yet. Um, but uh yeah, man, I don't know. Good for Lamar, I guess. Yeah, but I thought I'll it was def- a weird I thought it was a weird spot for him to go until yeah. I saw what he was getting paid, and then it made sense. <laughs> yeah, <all the> <laughs> that's a lot of money for his situation. He did. They did say that the he he said that he gave the Jets an offer to counter a chance to counter. 
And they and didn't. He said, Fuck no. <laughs> they wouldn't match it. And so he said, well, well that's going to Baltimore. They're not desperate for a receiver like Baltimore is. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they signed the prolific Alan Lazard in free agency. Why the fuck do you need Odell <laughs> Beckham? Like, you got, you got uh, Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore and Alan Lazard. What? OBJ? Who the fuck's OBJ? Oh, they traded Elijah Moore to the yeah, Browns. Yeah, they sent Elijah Moore to the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't fucking didn't even know that. <laughs> That's that's good. That's good for the that's good for the Browns. I mean, their quarterback. It was a great trade for, for the Browns. Yeah, they swapped a like second a for a third, and then they got Elijah Moore. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was right. a terrific trade. I remember. Jets that. gonna jet. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter if they get Aaron Rodgers or not. The Jets are gonna jet. Let's stick in the AFC East. We'll talk about this. I don't even really want to talk about, it, but it's been a while since I've talked about the Pats. Um, the Patriots offseason is a soap opera. It is it's the, these beat writers and these reporters have waited <laughs> 20 years to do shit like this. And the past couple of years has been bad. This year has been real fucking rough. I've heard everything from Belichick's loss to the locker room to uh, it wasn't uh, fat Patricia's fault. Um, it was. <laughs> uh, and then I also heard that Mac Jones is apparently on the trade block. I just want to say this right now in a loud, clear voice for everybody who fancies themselves as sports journalists. I know this for football. I know this is a slow time of year for you. You can only We've beat the draft to fucking death. We've beat it to death, and we're still fucking two weeks out. I understand this is slow, but you need to go find the nearest elevator shaft, jump down it. Go to the 68th floor and jump down it, because I'm tired of this shit. Mac fucking Jones is not on the trade block. He has never been on the trade block. They're fucking higher than a goddamn kite. Do you know you saw our quarterback? And we signed a quarterback today, actually. You know who we signed? <laughs> Trace McSorley. So you're telling me that Mac Jones is on the trade block. We're going to draft Anthony Richardson, and we're going to have motherfucking Zappy and Trace McSorley in our fucking room. Hey, what was right that now, I would take Anthony Richardson over Mac. Now, now, nope. Yep. We need to stop this bullshit with fucking, oh, there's there's four or five first-round quarterbacks this year. They're all going to be fucking superstars. How many times has that happened before? How many times have first-round quarterbacks, multiples, multiples of first-round quarterbacks, they've all fucking slapped? Anthony Richardson is Cam Newton reincarnated, though. He can oh, be. He's got to prove it. That's what I'm, get, that's what yeah. I'm getting at. If we if, So let, 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 let's do that trade. Let's do that. We fucking ship off, and we are able to move up, able to land Anthony Richardson. At best, we get – Prime Cam Newton, who would not fit in New England system right now, especially with Bill O'Brien. We would have the our, our we still have fucking like that, you some shit. Eh, that's not necessarily true. He just came from Alabama. He was the OC at Alabama. He he can make that work. I'm not saying it's ideal. But that's not that's but, not Bill Belichick's brain of football. We don't we don't want no. we, we, that would be such a dynamic shift from the ideology of Belichick, which is play solid defense and do not turn the ball over and suffocate your opponent to death. That would be such a hard shift. I've honestly, boys, I've watched England football for a, for my whole life. I don't think that would work. I would love for that to work. I'd love for us to come out and run some like fucking spread option or power option with Anthony Richardson taking off with the fucking ball. I just don't think that Belichick would want to play the game like that. I think he would look at the fucking risk of him getting hurt, him fumbling the ball. I don't. I just don't think that would work out very well. I'd rather stick with Mac for at least another year. To be honest, that's fair. I guess I was really just saying talent wise. I'm oh sure, talent wise, system wise, sky, maybe not. The sky's the limit. I just don't think he would flourish with what Belichick wants to do. I don't think Belichick would let him do that. Yeah, uh, but you're also just only thinking him singularly as a 
rusher. He's not a screaming. He's, he's got the best. He's got the best arm coming out of the draft. The only thing that you would have to work on is developing reads in terms of reading defenses. Because he 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 was only a starter for uh, one one full season. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. One full season. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm not. You, I'm not just sitting here saying that. Oh, he's only. He's a fucking scrambling quarterback. Let me say it again. Our receivers can't fucking do that shit. He can throw the ball sixty yards, and we ain't got nobody fucking open. <laughs> we don't have the scheme for. It. That's what I'm saying. We don't have the scheme for it. I love That's Kendrick Bourne to death, but he he ain't getting open on fucking sixty yard plays down the field. We don't have. We don't have a guy, Richardson to Bourne, Richardson to Parker. Like no, that's no, no. You know who you guys probably better off standing where they're at, getting a fucking receiver. That's true. Mm-hmm. Chicago Bears legend Nikhil Harry. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, if that I if that were to happen, I could not wait for the fucking monologue that we're gonna get out of. <laughs> that would be I... the best thing that has ever happened to sports in the history of sports. It's not that I hate Nikhil Harry, I just don't want him to live anymore. I don't want him to die. I don't hate him. I just don't want him to be on the same planet as me. That's fun. Listen, he had that game last year for the Bears where, like, didn't he have a 100-yard game for the Bears? Or, like, yeah. he had, like, six catches He had one good like game. I don't remember what his yeah. numbers were. But... It was one good game. It took five years off my life. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, he was making catches that I saw him do for three years in New England that he would just drop. And he gets to Chicago, and he's like, oh, I'll just catch these ones. Yeah, you got Justin Fields throwing you the ball, and you decide you want to catch now. When Tom Brady threw you the ball, it's like, I don't know how to football. I've got fucking um, – I, I got shit on my hands. I got shit for hands, Tom. I can't catch the ball. Sorry. I mean, my my favorite thing to happen in the offseason is when that ticker came across your phone that you guys had made a sign, and you weren't too fucking happy about it. Who was it again? Oh, no, it was the day I was talking about – I was bitching about the, the Mac Jones being shopped. And then it said, uh, Raiders sign or breaking news, Raiders make a move for former Patriots quarterback. And I went, <laughs> what? And it was, fucking, <laughs> it, it was Brian Hoyer. <laughs> I was waiting to be like, yeah, the, the fucking, they're traded for fucking Raiders pick. I don't know. I just, to put a bow on that before we get into conspiracy talk, the, the odds of us moving up to get a quarter, we have so many, we need a defensive back. We need linebackers. We need O-line. I just think I would love for Belichick to draft JSN or uh, Flowers or somebody in the first round. We're not going to do that. We're going to take fucking Eli Cottonwood, a D4 fucking lineman from who the fuck university, who's six foot four, 285, and fucking has feet like Muhammad Ali that Belichick has beat off to watching tape. Like that's just, that's just what we do. We're not gonna. That's just what we do. We're not gonna get DeAndre Hopkins. We're not gonna get any bona fide wide receiver one. Well, hang on, man. I forgot. I forgot. No, no, no. We have a wide receiver one. We have Juju Smith Schuster. I forgot all about that. I forgot all about that. All right, we're moving on. I'm done. I'm done talking about it. Now I sound like you with the fucking Cardinals. I'm done talking about it right now. It it's it's fucking rough, isn't it? But you also can't forget that you you are gonna draft a quarterback, but then you're gonna convert him to a slot receiver. Of course, because this is the way. We're going to draft fucking the next <laughs> Julian Edelman, a quarterback out. We'll draft the quarterback from who the fuck university, and he'll be our he'll be our new squirrel. He'll be our new Minitron. Great for, <laughs> great. That's, that's, that's Patriot football, baby. Shooting the shit this week, we are going to discuss some conspiracy theories. 
Everybody's going to talk about some of their favorite, maybe a dumb conspiracy theory, things like that. Uh, I'll get the ball rolling here. Um, I, I really enjoy looking at the fucking, like, you know, the JFK assassination and all these fucking, Mm. these famous figures that get fucking killed. Um, I was reading a conspiracy theory. This was a while back, but it had something to do with, uh, what the fuck was it? I'm mind dumping right now. I need somebody else to go. I forgot all about it. I'm going to have to look it up. Somebody go. I'll go. Uh, My favorite conspiracy theory is that Marilyn Monroe was murdered by the Kennedys because she was. Um, It's a good one. She was fucking both of them. Um, And she fell in love with John F. Kennedy and wanted to make it public. And they fucking snuck into her house and doped her up. And she OD'd. That's, That's all there is to it. I think it's... I think it's about as, and that's one of the easiest things that the government could ever cover up a president killing a celebrity. Come on. Like, yeah. I, I honestly, I think somebody ought to, should have been looking at Jackie. Oh, that sneaky bitch. All right. Hey, I don't hear that talked about enough. Okay. Yeah. But also think about this. Whenever he first got into the white house, he was on at that time, <laughs> on good terms with the unions and the mob. And then, so I bet you they hired out the mob to sure. make it look like an OD. I, I, Why I not? don't money on it. I do. I would, I would pay any amount of money to just go back in time and be a part of his fucking inner circle. Just, just to hear the bullshit. You know I'd what I mean? Everything down. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd, I'd write a fucking book. Yeah. A big one. In secret, I would tell no one, but and then it would just, one day it'd just be on the shelves. <laughs> this is what happened. This is who killed him. This is who killed his mistress. But also, one of the reasons that I do think it's true is because the Kennedy family has a history of cover ups. If you look at Ted Kennedy's life, uh, when he it's killed that girl, Teddy. um, in that car accident and got out of the water and let and just let her drown, and then he bailed and pretended like he wasn't there <laughs> they have a history of cover-ups so i just think <laughs> the timeline everything tracks and if the fucking there's fire they killed her the fucking sack that you have to have to to, to drive a car into water and then just beat feet down the road and just, fucking, and just let let someone just drown like what yeah, the fuck just is wrong got out of the water and went back to the party <laughs> balls on this guy it's fucking astounding it wasn't even his wife or girlfriend on vacation <laughs> god damn it to be a part of that Kennedy inner circle would be fucking electric and the amount of the amount of fun you would have is would be unmatched no consequences for anything that you do. No, I, I honestly, I don't know that there's a group of people in time that you could have more fun with and get away with whatever you want. Also, I'll just say it. I don't think you could, you can name a group of people in American history who deserved to die the way that they did. <laughs> All the horrible <laughs> shit that family did. Ball don't lie, Jake. Ball don't oh. lie. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> if there's any Kennedys out there and you're like, hey, that's my family, fuck your family. 
man. Also, you're rich, so I don't agree with anything you say anyway. So, fuck off. God damn it. So I got my train of I got my train of thought back here. So I when I fucked myself up when I was going JFK's. I was, thought I was going like presidential assassinations. There's only been fucking mm-hmm. like two others, like you know Abe Lincoln when fucking John Wilkes Booth blew his fucking brains out in the theater. But it's this thing now that like all these deaths that involve like somebody who's famous is just a conspiracy. Have you noticed that every single one of them? So DMX dying was a conspiracy. Uh he's not really dead, and that uh, he has a basically a body double. Uh, same thing for Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's not dead because they found a video of a skinny white guy uh, jumping out of an ambulance that was the same <laughs> color of ambulance that left his fucking house. Like, oh my god, Michael's still alive. Like, I think people do this to <laughs> just thumb crackhead. Fucking yeah, that's what it was. That's it, it's literally the same like red and white striped ambulance and like they're like this is this is my it's like grainy video like it's shot like Blair fucking witch project. Like, you guys aren't going to fucking believe this. Uh, check it out. And it's just like, you can't really see him. Like, it kind of looks like Michael Jackson from behind because he's built like JD. He's kind of skinny and white. But it's like, oh, that could have just, just been JD getting out. You know what Please I mean? don't compare me to that, man. No, no, I'm, I'm comparing your builds, not your fucking. You, you don't have a fucking Ferris wheel in your backyard, JB. So I'm not. We're, we're, not, we're not drawing any conclusions here. I can't fucking. Like, somebody just needs to sit down and be like, listen, that's not Michael. That's just fucking Clyde. From fucking Kentucky, all right. He's, he's on a warrant. Some... <laughs> That's Clyde on a warrant from fucking Tennessee. He turned himself in. But like, yeah, like all the like uh, Avril Lavigne is fucking uh, an android, like that one. Oh yeah. And like people, like there's video, there's deep dive videos people make about this shit. Like, oh yeah, she's a robot. Like the, the when she was banging Chad Kruger from Nickelback, he was really banging an android. And it's like, what the That'd fuck? Be wild, wouldn't it? <laughs> you didn't even know. Yeah. It's just this wild like fiction that people write, and it's why it's, it's been gaining fucking steam. Steve Jobs, he's not dead. Uh, yes, yeah, like, there's are a famous people someone, not allowed to fucking die. What the fuck? Yeah, there's a there's a Tupac guy too. He's all yeah. over TikTok. People think that this dude's Tupac. Um, but uh, back to the Android thing. Did you see that the video of Katy Perry doing a concert and her fucking like right yeah. half her face? That's what out? I was trying to think of. Yeah. That's yeah. who it was. Yeah, her, That's like, her eyelash got stuck. Like, no, bitch had a glitch. She had an update and uh, yeah. she was buffering. <laughs> she was having a That's a buffer if I've ever seen one, man. That one was rough. Speaking of Car- Katy Perry, uh, that's not Katy Perry. Did you know that she's actually John Bonet Ramsey? Uh, I, I, you fucking uh, said this to me, what, like three? It was at the Taco Fest, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I say it to you every fucking, time I see you. Yeah, she don't bring is, that. She, that little girl that got abducted, grew up to be Katy Perry. You, this is the only conspiracy that I really believe. I believe she didn't it. get abducted. She got killed in her basement. She, I thought she got abducted. She got okay. Well, okay. So the she got a cover up. She got killed. That's a cover up. Now she's Katy Perry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. That's even. I better. mean, I have no evidence to refute it. So, like, maybe who knows? Right, that's a better backstory. I want some fingerprints. Give me, give me the digits. Just like you with Helen Keller, I want, I want to like swab. Oh, I want to swab Katy Perry's mouth. With a Q-tip, and then I want to. Fucking, <laughs> I just wanted to say, not with any other instrument, but just a Q-tip because that's totally what you use for DNA tests. Not your wiener, a Q-tip, and figure out who the fuck she is. I'll, I'll I mean, a DNA test. 
So <laughs> you and me both, brother. Um, <laughs> hell, hell right, brother. I mean, hell right. Uh, I mean, you guys know mine. It's fucking Helen Keller. <laughs> I'm fucking back on this bitch. <laughs> I, I'm fucking. I, I can't got believe two. we're giving this more run. No, why not? <laughs> it just explain it to me, motherfucker. If you can sit here and explain it to me, how they fucking taught it and how she learned it and what language does she fucking think? Why is, in? Why is she an it? What language does she think in, Jake? <laughs> huh? Why is she an it? <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking crazy. Sure, I if they're <laughs> you talk about that. Helen Keller not being real, like I talk about Jesus not being real. <laughs> well, they might as well be the same. It's fucking yeah. it's absurd to me. Well, I'm not gonna. Well, not you gonna... can definitely say that she was a fucking martyr. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah, I, my big three are Helen Keller, obviously. The whole, everything involved with JFK, that's just interesting as fuck, right? And the pyramids, man. The pyramids fuck me up. I can't fucking handle it. Wow. I've watched so many goddamn documentaries, so many scientific, so much scientific shit that I just can't hold it all in my fucking brain. And every time that I think I'm done learning shit about it, nah, there's some fucking new dickhead that thinks there's that it's something different. Some, I was watching a TikTok the other day. Some this fucking asshole is talking about how the pyramids are fucking built upside down. So if we were to <laughs> dig them, if we, yeah, if we were to dig them completely out of the ground, you would see that it's like it's almost like a diamond shape. I was like, what in the fuck is going on here? Like that God would make more sense than pyramids. Well, I mean, yeah, but still, they're like fucking. 50,000 fucking pound bricks. They didn't fucking move those no goddamn sticks. It's called fucking ropes and pulleys. You're out of your fucking mind. You're out (laughs) of your fucking mind. This one was mine as well. The pyramids was one of my, I had multiple, but one of mine, they're 100% in my mind was a civilization like ours that got fucking wiped out. That created the fucking They might not have the same technology we do now. It was different, but yeah, so advanced. Yeah, aliens and or like they they like they were just a an overly advanced civilization that got wiped out. Like yeah. they went like a different route than we did. You know what I mean? You mean uh, like without? We, well, without okay, so religion? we have we have we went like combustion engines and fucking shit like that, right? And religion. They went moving and, big and rocks. Yeah, and maybe they went fucking like. I don't know, telekinesis or some bullshit. You don't fucking know. They, they, they went X-Men. Maybe, yeah, maybe they had like... What? Can you imagine how much better this world would be if our civilization didn't turn to religion? Oh, oh, oh my God. It would be amazing. Also, oh, I didn't world. know we were allowed to do multiples because Hitler is my oh. second number two because he didn't die in Germany or wherever. Yeah, that's a good one. He died in Argentina. That's just a fact. I've seen Hunters. I know he's alive. Well, yeah, was also, alive. season two was straight fucking ass. Season two was terrible. Yeah, wasn't great, but not These not great. But, like, that's one of my favorite conspiracy theories, because I, I, I believe that to be true more than I believe the Marilyn Monroe thing to be true. Well, um, fucking explain, because I, I don't know the details on that one. Well, well oh, think about who Hitler was as a person. He loved himself way too much to kill himself. Way too much. He loved the sound of his fucking voice. He's not shooting his head off. No way in hell. Um... 
I think that they had they they removed Hitler's teeth and Eva Braun's teeth and they put them in two corpses and then they fucking tuck tail um down to RTT. Yeah, they were just they pulled a fucking Ted Kennedy. They just beefing down the road. They hopped um, on the fucking loof waffle and down to Argentina and, they go. And also, if you think about where Argentina is in the world, there there have been a lot of dictators to come out of similar regions as Argentina. So who's to say that they weren't um, ancestor that he wasn't their ancestor? That's a good point. So I think there's Jesus I think, fucking Christ. Wouldn't that be wild though if that was true? You want to know the weirdest one that I heard like a couple days ago? Uh, what's the what's the old uh, Prince, is it Prince Charles the old guy? Is that his name? The old creepy one that went to the island. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, he's a vampire. it fucked me all up for about 10 minutes i was like i I gotta get out of this because this is bullshit but it was just i was just scrolling and i was like wait prince charles is a fucking vampire what are you talking about (laughs) since you brought up the royal family one of my favorite another one of my my favorite like royal family one is that um there was a super inbred fucking member of the royal family that uh, people thought may have been uh, the Ripper. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, it's on the um, last podcast on the left Ripper episodes. That was one of the theories back in the day that uh, it was a royal family member. Hmm. Maybe it was Prince Charles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if he's a vampire, it was totally him. <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Just, there's there's just so many. Like you can't just you know. Also, we the Illuminati is real. That's my number one. Oh, uh, Denver International Airport. That's a good one. That that's like the Illuminati's home base. Uh huh. So who's so who's all who's all in the Illuminati? Let's do this. So, everybody. So that was part of mine. It's not. I don't yeah. think it's like Beyonce and Jay Z, but no, there's some That's elites surface. that are pulling the strings. I'm not entirely sure who. I I think they're probably people that nobody's ever heard of. They're not Roger Roger Goodell. <laughs> I Roger Gates. might be a vampire. Bill Gates. Bill Gates for sure. Ted yeah. Cruz. No, Rupert Elon Murdoch. Musk. Elon Musk. He's he's Elon Musk is the jester. He's the puppet. Uh, he's the guy who's like, oh no, I'm not fucking Illuminati. Look how cool I am. Here's a rocket ship going to the moon. <laughs> meanwhile, he's but meanwhile he's fucking he's gargling fucking Illuminati ball sack at fucking Denver International. <laughs> uh, and then number five for the Illuminati is going to be uh, that big rich fucker uh, Rothschild, the guy who owns like all the fucking money in the world. That that wrinkly fuck who's had like three open heart surgeries. He's got like three heart surgeries, like three heart transplants. <laughs> He's still alive. Tell me that fucker ain't got the voodoo magic on his fucking side. <laughs> fucking voodoo magic. Fucking Rupert Murdoch. Murdoch. Yeah. yeah. If you have a net worth over like fucking five hundred billion, you're you're in the Illuminati. You're gargling <laughs> balls at Denver. Denver, Denver I, I feel like. I feel like Jeff Bezos is in the Illuminati, but he's the guy that they all make fun of. They like walk by him and rub his <laughs> fucking head. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's the guy that gets you trained. Yeah, how's it going, little Jeffy? They run trains <laughs> on you. They have they have a fucking meeting. Like, all right, how can we fucking uh, how can we screw over the world today? And Jeff's like, I have a fucking idea. Let's uh, let's uh, put fucking faulty brake switches in everybody's cars. Oh, Jeffy. 
Jeffy, that's cool. We drive cars, Jeffy. We can't do that to everybody. Come on. You know, like something like that. Like he's like the fucking like lovable neighbor and like fucking all these sitcoms. He's like he's like beans from Even Stevens. Like he just Uh it's crazy old beans over there. <laughs> I never thought in my entire life that we would get to comparing Jeff Bezos <laughs> to the Beans from even The whole podcast, uh, this whole time, boys, 55 episodes, it's been a work to get to right there. <laughs> Speaking of, Beans may be one of the most underrated TV characters of all time. It's a, hell of, it's a hell of a name. <laughs> you're, you're cast as Beans. Mm, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Like I'm a can of. You're a stupid fucking kid that everyone wants to kill. And your name is Beans. Yeah, it's oh, fun. It's better than being cast as fucking Pudgy McFatass who lives across the fucking street. <laughs> You're gonna be old Pudgy McFatson. Oh, I mean, all they did was just give him a, all they did was just give him a name and not name him Pudgy McFatass. <laughs> you guys want to know my most as an adult? He did not age well. Nah, yeah. bro. Well, I mean, your name was Beans, you know. Hair. You to... <laughs> I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be joking around, like me specifically, because of what's happened to my hairline in the past year. But he looked like his hair was a rake. <laughs> <laughs> he, he pulled up to the fucking great clips. He's like, "Give me the rake." <laughs> <laughs> Wood or plat or metal or plastic. <laughs> You guys want to know my most underrated TV show character of all time? Sure. Yeah, of course we do. Side, ta- side table drawer from Blue's Clues. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why, you ask? Because he has everything you need. No matter what you <laughs> ask for, that motherfucker's got it. Fuck Dora's backpack. That ain't shit. Side table drawer. Most underrated TV character of all time. Hey, everyone, do a round. Cotton Hill, that's mine. Cotton Hill's <laughs> a really fucking good one. Who's the Braves' fucking manager? He looks just like Cotton Hill. Uh, <laughs> Snitaker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah, I'm on the spot here. Uh, TV show side character. TV show side character. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Drawing fucking blank here. Yeah, fuck it. You know, fucking, uh, I'll, I'll just shit out the first one that comes to my fucking mind. Uh, Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad. We're watching Breaking Bad. Right oh, now. that's a good one. I, I, I love how he fucking, just the way he talks. Like, I want to model the way that I talk, like, after him. Like, yep. hey, you guys are making, uh, yo, you're making mess on RV. Why don't you get a fucking Winnebago? Those things have got fucking great AC conditioning in them, and they got a hot tub in the back. You can, you can make mess in the hot tub. Like, that. that's kind of how I fucking <laughs> model myself. He's all, that that actor is also really good in Mr. Nobody. Or Nobody. Is it just Nobody or is it Mr. Nobody? Nobody, yeah. They're making a second one. Really good. HBO, check it out. Oh, I fucked up real bad. Big the Cat from the fucking Sonic Adventure TV show on Netflix. Oh, Sonic Prime. Yep. Love me That's some big one. fucking cat. Delaney yeah. Delaney's a big Sonic fan girl. Like I'm I'm mm-hmm. Sega fanboy, but I didn't play a lot of Sonic. She did. And she's like, Who's who's your favorite Sonic character outside of Sonic? I'm like, oh big the cat. She's like, why? He's a fucking idiot. Like he's a big fat cat that fishes. He's the best. And he gets in the way. It's big the cat. Come on. Shout <laughs> big the cat. Let's uh let's fuck off out of here. CJ hit the outro and uh, we will put a bow on this episode. 
Yeah, man. Uh, go check out all the socials. Like Beach said, uh, hammer that home. We've got some good stuff. We got some, there's some really good videos from our uh, Taco Fest event. I got the, the fucking rhythm of the entire country of Mexico going through me at one point. It was fantastic. Some really good tacos. Um, we got a golf outing coming up next weekend, right? Uh, we're going to play the electric factory that is Gold Hills Golf Course in Macomb, Illinois. Uh, there'll be some real stiff competition, if I had to guess. Uh, probably a bunch of old fucks and, and us degenerates that are just going to get smashed. Um, so, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, I'm going to a birds game this weekend, so... Maybe, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I'll do some videos. Maybe not. Who fuck knows? I'm going to drink a lot of beer, have a good time. What you boys got planned for the weekend? Anything fun? Punching you in the nutsack if you don't come back with any Cardinals videos. Okay, well, I'm making Cardinals videos. Uh, possibility. I mean, me and uh, Nick might make a run over to Dylan's house, maybe. I don't know. We'll see how that – we'll just see how the weekend shakes out. You North Carolina fucks got anything? Nope. All right, well. There you have it, people. Stay fresh, cheese balls. Cheers, boys.